0: Morning, 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 good morning. Uh, How are you guys doing today? Uh, It's a beautiful day once again. What a lovely day. Oof. Actually, I was enjoying my sleep. I almost didn't feel like waking up this early, but I go, you know what? Time to wake up. You know what the scripture says? A little sleep, a little slumber, so shall I poverty come like an armed man. (laughs) I go, hey, wait, I'm not trying to sleep all day. Time to get up and go to work, those of you that work from home, man, how, how is it like working from home? It must be a lot of challenge, you know. Some of us are not used to working from home, but all of a sudden the pandemic hit, and then a lot of people realize that they have to work from home, and then you know, you're not used to that, you just just home, and then the kids are running around, and then you're trying to work, and daddy, daddy, mommy, mommy, you know, and then some of you sleeping still. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit challenging to work from home. But we thank God um, for grace, you know. Um, Well, it's a beautiful day today. Just get you some hot tea, you know, wake up your senses. I particularly like to drink uh, Moringa tea. I mean, if you know about Moringa tea, that's one of my favorite tea to drink in the morning. It's very, very uh, healthy tea. It's a natural um herbal tea it's called moringa go ahead and look for that product you know what i think i am actually start selling that on my website just because i want a lot of people to have this it's very good it's holistic very holistic healthy um tea that you can drink you need to keep your body uh, vitalized okay it's vitalizing your body there is another one too it's a uh, sour soap tea sour soap tea it's made it's made from the uh, plant sour soap that that is also very good for relaxing you know so if you do find it difficult to relax or go to sleep you can drink that to make that tea and drink it it just relax you you don't have to take all those heavy pills and medicine okay uh thank you guys once again for joining us in this podcast um, by anchor and spotify um i appreciate our listeners wherever you are uh thank you for listening for tuning in this is the Word podcast presented by Nosahar Isamiki. It's all about the word of God and the word of truth. The word of God is the word of truth. So everything you hear here is going to re- refurbish your your mind. It's going to renew your mind. This, like the scripture says it says be ye not conformed to this Word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The scripture says uh the word of the Lord is stronger and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing through to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Whew, that is powerful, folks. The word of God can pierce through. If you have pain in your joints and your marrows, if you have a sickness in your body, the word of God can pierce through. The word of God is surgical. It's, it's more efficient and effective than your surgery. And it will heal you and deliver your soul as well the bible says receive like newborn babies the engrafted the word of god which is able to what, save your souls the word of god is strong and powerful folks the word of god is all that i know is all that we know it's all that has saved us the bible says in the beginning was the word in our last episode we talked about the word becoming flesh so the word of god has a power to become flesh as well and transform lives as many as received in the scripture says to them gave you the power to become the sons of god what a wonderful thing let's give god a praise hallelujah thank you jesus so um folks yeah, just get you some tea in the morning and then wake up your senses and then grab your tools and let's go to work so um i was ruminating on some words yesterday on my way from work and the word i noticed actually i i, I recorded a um about six minutes uh, message and posted it on my Instagram. Those of you that don't follow me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Uh, Instagram username is Sahara Just spell my name together, first and last name. So um, I recorded that six-minute message and posted it on Instagram. Um, I, I couldn't have a podcast uh, session, so I just recorded that and put it on my Instagram. And the, what I was talking about was being rich towards heaven. Is it, The topic was... Are you amassing wealth for yourself on the earth, but you are poor towards heaven or towards God? And a few days before that, I was also speaking on blessings and um, riches and wealth and just educating everyone of us, learning from God as well uh, about riches and wealth and what must we do and what must we not do, what are we doing wrong and what can we do better and how can we improve our lives concerning wealth. And the session yesterday, I, I, I spoke and I said, many people are rich on the earth, but they are not rich towards God. And the scripture makes it clear that this life is temporary. And if you amass a lot of wealth for yourself on the earth here, but you're not rich towards God, you have no treasure in heaven. Don't be surprised if in heaven you have nothing. <laughs> Don't you know some people, have nothing in heaven. Remember when that young man came to Jesus and, and, and asked Jesus, what must I do to have everlasting life? And Jesus said, you know the law, you know the commandments, keep the commandments. Love God, love your neighbor, you know, do not steal, do not kill, do not this, do not that. And the young man said, I've kept all of these from my youth. And then Yeshua said, well, there's one thing you lack. He says, sell all you have and give to the poor. The scripture says, <laughs> This young man went away sad because he had a great possession. Jesus said, "Sell all you have and give to the poor, so that you have treasures in heaven." But he he, he goes, you know what? I have too much money. I can't just sell all I have. Man, folks, think about that. Think about that. Let's say you have a. Let's say you're worth a lot of money, man. Let's say you have a ten houses, and cars, and, you know fat amount of money in your bank account, let's say about a couple million dollars. <laughs> and then Yeshua tells you, just sell all you have and just give it away. Just sell all your houses, all your golds, all your jewelry, all your fancy cars, just sell all of them and share the money amongst poor people. What would you do, man? Folks, what would you what would you do? Would you can you do that, folks? <laughs> can you? But now note this person was not in the kingdom of God. Okay, this person kept the law this person was religious there's a difference folks jesus didn't come to preach religion he came to preach the kingdom of god and this guy was not in the kingdom there is a mindset that kingdom members have kingdom uh, children of god have it's different from the mindset that religious people have so there's a difference between religion and the kingdom of god folks this guy was very 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 religious he kept the law from his young age and jesus agreed with him jesus says yes you have really kept the law he didn't jesus didn't argue with him jesus only said he said there's something you're missing though in order for you to get treasure in heaven sell all you have and give to the poor that's the mindset of the kingdom that's the mindset of the kingdom the scripture says jesus christ began to preach and to teach the kingdom of god he said change your thinking change your mind the kingdom of god is here What is this kingdom of God, man? You don't hear a lot of folks and pastors and preachers and teachers talk about this kingdom, man. The kingdom is what man lost that Jesus came to restore. The kingdom is what man lost. In the book of Genesis, when God created man, what did God say? God said, before he created man, he said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let him have mamlakak. Let him have what mamlakach dominion. The Hebrew word for dominion is mamlakach. And it's literally interpreted to kingdom. Let him have kingdom on the earth. What does that mean? Well, first of all, the word kingdom is from two words: king and domain. Kingdom is gotten from king domain. So let him have king domain. Basically, let him be a king and a ruler on the earth let his dominion be the earth and let him have power over the earth over the fishes of the sea over the birds of the air over the creeping things and everything so god gave man rulership god gave man dominion kingship on the earth right so that is what man had but the devil came and stole it away remember man was made in this image of lightness but the devil devil came and said If you are this, if you are this, if you are this, why don't you this? Did God say you should this? Did God say you should that? Well, God knows that you're not in His image, you're not in His likeness. Why don't you eat this fruit? Did God say you should eat the fruit? Just eat it. Disobey God, basically. So God didn't give man any religion. God gave him kingdom, and told him, "Don't eat of this fruit." But when man disobeyed, man broke the relationship and the kingdom dominion. That's why man lost his authority and power on the earth. Okay? Didn't you know that before, lions and tigers, they didn't attack man. Man had the power over them. Man had the rulership on the earth. But now what you see, man is so lost that fear has overtaken man man is even afraid of ants and insects and spiders and <laughs> some people are afraid of uh, rats <laughs> i'm not i'm not trying to condemn anybody though, but i know man has lost that dominion so much that man doesn't even know who he is anymore i even hear some people running around talking about uh they evolved from apes and animals Oof, how bad how have that fallen oh man man doesn't even know who he is anymore why am i going to all this now okay the point is this god gave man dominion and man lost the dominion that's why jesus came to restore the kingdom now in the kingdom of god you don't own nothing you don't own nothing now this is a mindset that you gotta have when you have this mindset you you be you easily you easily obey god You will easily follow god you will live a prosperous life and you will you fulfill the purpose why god has put you on the earth we're about to get to that very soon so man basically doesn't own anything you don't own nothing i don't care how much is in your bank account you don't own none of that it's not yours the house you live in is not yours The very soil on which your house is built is not yours. Matter of fact, the breath that is in your lungs is not yours. The scripture says, The earth is the the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he had founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. He says, Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? He that had a clean hand and a pure heart. He who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive a blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the gods of his salvation. <laughs> Folks, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything, they carried upon the thousand, hills belongs belong to the Lord. So, the scripture says in the book of Ecclesiastes, it said, naked I came to the earth, the same way I returned. So, you don't really own anything, but when you have the mindset of I own this is mine i made this money i made this i own this i own that it will be very difficult for you to give it'll be very difficult that's why jesus said to the young man he said look sell all you have and give to the poor they're not yours anyway and then you will have treasures you have real actual treasures in heaven then you will really have treasures in heaven but this man shook his head and walked away he said no i can't do that it took me my whole life making all this money I'm not gonna give to the poor i'm not gonna share those those poor people don't deserve my money because they don't do anything they don't work i'm not just gonna give them no it's mine he claimed the ownership even though he never really owned them guess what you know what jesus said jesus said it is hard for a rich man to enter into heaven folks he said it is hard he said it is easier for a cow to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into heaven that is how bad it is folks many rich people it's gonna be hard for them to enter into heaven why because the spirit of ownership there is a spirit of ownership folks the spirit of it is my own i don't want to share it it is my own i'm not gonna give it. i'm gonna keep this for myself but the funny thing is when you die you leave everything because nothing belongs to you <laughs> when you die you leave everything we're gonna read the book of ecclesiastes now ecclesiastes chapter 5 I want you to pay attention, folks. Learn from the wise, folks. I love this book of the wise because it teaches a lot of wisdom. Folks, at the most you will live on the earth, at the most you will live on the earth is 120 years, folks. 120 years. What are you going to do with all oh, that wealth you amass and then you're amassing all this wealth on the earth but you're poor towards God? What happens when you die? Another man is going to come and take away all your wealth. Now, all the labor you've labored under the sun another man is gonna come and just take it away and what are you going to do when you get to heaven naked stark naked your soul is naked folks when you die go read the scripture because you're nothing you're nothing you were created like that and when you die you die like that you go back to god leave all the sins here and stand before your maker remember the, par- the, story. It was in the parable the story it wasn't a parable the story jesus told about lazarus and the rich man that wasn't a parable folks that story probably actually happened remember the scripture says jesus was telling them he said lazarus was a poor man with sores all over his body and dogs came to lick his sores and he was sitting right by the entrance of the house of the rich man the building of the rich man the scripture said the rich man would come every day and not show any favor or help to lazarus and when they both died the Bible says angels came to carry Lazarus but the rich man when he died went straight to what hell and the torment was great and what was the judgment the judgment was when you were on earth you had your riches and your enjoyment and your favor and your uh, big big pots and um, big houses and cars and all that but you didn't show no love for this man you didn't know god you didn't accept god now you're here lazarus is in the bosom of abraham which is plenty do you see folks what lesson do we learn from that story jesus told them he said there was a certain man named lazarus He was so poor, he couldn't even afford to take care of his skin. Dogs. He shared his meal with dogs. How many of you do not show compassion on poor people, man? How many of you do not show compassion on the the fatherless and the motherless and the homeless? You always write them off. Folks, let me read the book of Ecclesiastes. I will take a short break and we'll come back. I will read the book of Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes chapter 5. There's a lot of things to be learned from there, folks. Stay tuned. Ecclesiastes Chapter 5 Walk prudently when you go to the house of God and draw near to hear rather than to give the sacrifice of fools but they do not know that they do evil. Hmm. Do not be rash with your mouth and let not your heart utter anything hastily before God. For God is in heaven and you on earth, therefore let your words be few. For a dream comes through much activity. And a fool's voice is known by his many words. When you make a vow to God, do not delay to pay it. For he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you have vowed. Better not to vow than to vow and not pay. Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. Nor say before the messenger of God that it was an error. Why should God be angry at your excuse and destroy the works of your hands? For in the multitude of dreams and many words, there is also vanity. But fear God. If you see the oppression of the poor and the violent perversion of justice and righteousness in a province, do not marvel at the matter. For high officials watches over high officials and higher officials are over them moreover the profit of the land is for all and the king is served from the field he who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver nor he who loves abundance with increase this also is vanity when goods increase they increase who eat them. So what profit have the owners except to see them with their eyes? Mm. The sleep of a laboring man is sweet whether he eats little or much but the abundance of rich will not permit him to sleep. (laughs) The sleep of a laboring man is sweet whether he eats a little or much. But, the abundance of the rich will not permit him to sleep. There is a severe evil which I have seen under the sun. Riches kept for their honor to his hurt. But those riches perish through misfortune. When he begets his son, there is nothing in his hand. As he came from his mother's womb, naked shall he return to go as he came and he shall take nothing from his labor which he may carry away in his hand and this also is a severe evil just exactly as he came so shall he go and what profit has he who has labored for the wind all his days he also eats in darkness and he has much sorrow and sickness and anger here is what I have seen it is good and fitting for one to eat and drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor in which he toils under the Sun all days of his life which God gives him for it is his heritage as for every man to whom God has given riches and wealth and giving him power to eat of it to receive his heritage and rejoice in his labor this is the gift of God for he will not dwell unduly on the days of his life because God keeps him busy with the joy of his heart <sighs> so you see folks <laughs> Did you see what we just read did you hear it? did you see it did you hear it? did you receive it did you see he said this an evil under the sun folks first of all he told you what to do when you come to pray or when you when you come before the presence of god he said don't be talking too much some of you talk too much some of you talk he said don't be rash with your mouth ecclesiastes 5 and 2 he said don't be rash with your mouth when you come before the presence of god He said, because God is in heaven, you're on the earth. God knows everything. He said, don't let your heart order anything hastily. You talk too much sometimes. Sometimes all you need to do is to be still and keep your mouth shut and let God speak. He said, a voice, the voice of a fool is known by his many words. (laughs) I can identify a fool by his many words. I was at work the other day and somebody came and said, why are you so quiet? I don't like it, you're so quiet. I said, I I can't be quiet. He says, be slow to speak, but be quick to hear. A fool's voice is known by his many words. And a man, when he speaks few words, is counted wise why will i talk too much when you come before god he says don't rush and just rrr, calm down god knows what is in your heart and also he said when you vow to god better pay it quickly it's better not to vow at all than to vow and delay and not pay because he says why should god be angry at your excuse and destroy the works of your hands Mm-hmm. folks and then he went on to say he says if you see the oppression of the poor and the violent perversion of justice and righteousness in a province do not marvel at the matter that is uh, verse 8. he said for high officials watches over high officials they watch after themselves when 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 you see people oppress the poor it's nothing to be surprised about they always watch after themselves the 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 high officials Man. Look at verse 10. It says, He who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver. Now, this is the concept. Of, this is what we're coming to now. He who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver. The scripture says, The love of men is the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. Now, money is not the root of evil, it's the love of it. Just like what he's saying here in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 10, he said, He who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver you are always gonna desire and want more and more look at the richest man in the world folks he's worth 168 billion dollars jeff bezos of amazon you think jeff bezos is done making money he's not done making money he's trying to own the whole world there you go again the spirit of ownership you really don't own anything but the rich they don't understand this they think they own everything they have and they want to own more and more. That spirit of ownership is never satisfied. Is never satisfied. He who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver. You're going to keep wanting more and more? Nor he who loves abundance with increase. He says this also is vanity. It's vanity. It says when the goods increase, they increase who eat them. You know words, was saying? The more wealth you have, the more needs or wants you have not needs wants there's another topic folks that we're going to talk about this the difference between needs and wants many people have confused these two. they don't understand the difference between needs and wants the scripture says the lord shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by christ jesus it's your needs that god supplies but some of you want wants. it's dangerous to want folks the bible says they that trust in the Lord shall not want anything good. You see, God doesn't work with the wants because your wants is what your your flesh, is most of the time what your flesh desires. Things that you do not need, you most likely want. I'll give you an example. You do need to eat. That is why Jesus says, pray like this. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. You do need to eat. You do need to sleep. Right? You do need a place to sleep. You do need to uh, put on clothing. Right? But Jesus says, don't worry about these things. But do you need to have five houses? <laughs> I'm not against amassing wealth, folks. Wealth always comes. But if you have five houses, how many of them can you sleep in at the same time? Hmm. Wealth, money can buy you a house but it cannot buy you sleep it can buy you a bed but you can't, it doesn't guarantee you sleep folks if you have five houses can you sleep in those houses in one night you can only sleep in one room some of you have mansions that have 20 rooms in it and then there's people in the streets with no place to sleep i don't get it if you're worth 100 million dollars just sitting in your bank account and you have 10 houses empty but there's people in the streets I don't get it folks when, when if that person dies what's gonna happen to the houses you just spent your. that's like hoarding money many people are hoarding wealth keeping wealth from people that need them why it's vanity he it says the sleep of a labouring man is sweet whether he eats little or much he says but the abundance of the rich would not permit him to sleep Ecclesiastes 5 verse 12 the abundance of the rich man would not permit him to sleep he's worried about his possessions look at this he says there is a severe evil which I have seen under the Sun the riches kept for their honor to his hurt he says but those riches perish through what misfortune Mm. When he begets his son, there is nothing in his hand. Those riches will perish through misfortune. Some people just on the earth hoarding wealth, hoarding money. Some people won't go as far as hoarding even natural resources. I remember them back in Nigeria. There's some people that own uh, gas stations. You know gas stations where you go to refill your gas tank? they hoard gas folks they buy large quantities of gas and hoard it so they become scarce and then when people are demanding for gas they raise the prices so they can make massive profits but folks at the end of the day who are you storing up those wealth for there's many rich politicians that have fleet of cars houses wealth but poor people in the streets the roads are terrible and they drive those nice fast cars on the same road and they smile Mm. verse 15 says as the man came from his mother's womb naked that's the same way he's gonna return very very naked (laughs) not a dime not a cent not a rupee not a yen, not a naira, not a kobo, gonna go with him. <laughs> folks, folks, folks. This is an evil under the sun, folks. The Bible says the gift that God has given to man is to enjoy the fruit of his labor while he's alive. After that, it's bye-bye. Be rich towards God, folks. A man's wealth for yourselves in heaven. Yeshua says, do not save for yourself treasures on the earth where rot, of course, where thieves break through and steal, where the reward is temporary. He say but amass treasures for yourself in heaven, where it doesn't rot, where it doesn't corrupt, where thieves doesn't break through and steal, where there's a guarantee, where the economy doesn't affect it. this is something to ruminate over this is something to ruminate over think about this folks I am NOT against wealth <laughs> I am NOT against wealth I love wealth but wealth is different from money I don't love money but I love wealth I love to have wealth if you love to have wealth or you love wealth and you understand that wealth is not just money it's a different case you can be wealthy in your spirit <laughs> um there's a song that i made titled let the word of god speak go ahead and look for that song on youtube folks youtube or spotify or uh, anywhere facebook is it on facebook i don't think it's on facebook But it's on YouTube. Definitely on YouTube. There's a line that I said. I said, money in my bank account, too much honey I cannot count. Many blessings I account. And I know a lot of people have misconstrued those words. They go, oh, he has a lot of money in his bank account. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is true. But you have to have the understanding of the scriptures folks. Question, which account am I talking about? It's a bank account, yes. But don't you know you have bank accounts in heaven as well? (laughs) We have bank accounts in heaven as well folks. Folks, change your thinking. The kingdom of God is here folks. If you used to think flesh and worldly, change your thinking. If you used to think carnal, change your thinking. Start to think spiritual. We have treasures that are not made in anything vessels. The scripture says that is bank accounts in heavenly places. I didn't say it. Yeshua says to amass for yourself wealth in heavenly places, which means they are heavenly accounts. Am I lying? <laughs> they are bank accounts in heaven folks many people's bank account in heaven is very lean you know what i'm saying look at what it says at matthew chapter 6 verse 19 it says do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there your heart will be also aha so What is a bank? A bank is a place where you store treasure, right? Okay, then. Do you know how you store up treasures for yourself in heaven, folks? It's by giving to the poor. It's by what? Giving to the poor. To the fatherless. To the homeless. Mm. It's not by claiming ownership. It's not by storing up Heavy, heavy, heavy amount of money in your physical bank account here. It's by giving to the poor. See, giving is a lifestyle in the members in the kingdom of God. Giving is a lifestyle. The scripture says, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. It's a lifestyle. God doesn't want you to depend on the money. He doesn't want you to depend on the treasure on the earth. God doesn't want you to depend on the money. He wants you to depend on Him. That is why He says uh, He will supply your daily needs. But when you store treasures for yourself on the earth, you want to store up your monthly needs and yearly needs. Some of you already stored up money in case when you retire. <laughs> Hey, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, though. Okay, some of you have thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars in your retirement accounts. You know, your roa and your what do call it? Your 401k. Some of you have some. Some of you have zero, zero. Some of you live paycheck to paycheck, but you have up to 20 and 150 thousand matter of fact, half a million dollars in your retirement account. But right now, you're living paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> I don't get that mindset, because you know why? some people don't even leave to spend a dime from that retirement account and they die so their whole life was in slavery i don't get it i don't get it (laughs) maybe i'm the only one this is a kingdom mindset folks this is the kingdom way of thinking god says he will supply your daily needs but you say no, 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 no. I, I want the monthly need supply. I want the yearly needs supply. How about the retirement needs supply? Yeah, yeah. God says don't think about tomorrow. Don't. He didn't say don't. He said, don't worry about tomorrow. He didn't say don't work. He said work. He said but don't worry about tomorrow what you eat or what you drink. That is basically saying uh you stop saving all this money for your retirement. How about you do my work first? Don't worry. Don't don't spend your life life working for your retirement and you not you end up not even living to enjoy that or spend that money. He said, there's an even I've seen under the sun. A man labels day and night only for somebody else to take his wealth. <laughs> so, folks, when I say I love wealth, I'm not saying I love the money. No, no, no. Wealth is different from money. You can be wealthy in your spirit, in your soul, in your health. You can be prosperous. In Prosperity is not just financial. People have misconstrued the words that the word of God is. You can be prosperous in your mind, in your soul, in your body, in your relationship with other people, in your health, in your heavenly treasures. It's not just physical. It's not just physical. Mm, 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 mm. This is remarkable, according to uh, Kelly Sifo, my friend. This is remarkable you all need to hear this people need to hear this stop saving up treasures for yourself on the earth that's what the word of god says i didn't say it why Why is everybody looking at me off like this guy is? what is he trying to say i'm trying to tell you exactly what the word of god said he says stop wasting your time saving up treasures for yourself on the earth many of you many of you save so much money at the end of the day when you retire the government don't even give you the money Back home in Nigeria, this happens all the time. The government takes away their retirement from, from the old people. Look at what the Bible says in the book of 3 John. Was it chapter 1, verse 2? He said, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Now, that is a new international version, okay? Now, let me read the King James Version. It says beloved i wish above i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prosper He didn't even mention finances there <laughs> look at the new american standard bible it said beloved i pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers in all areas so prosperity is not just financially in all areas in all respects i want you to prosper the word of god says in all areas some of you are prosperous financially but you're sick in your body you can't even enjoy the prosperity brethren. let us amass for ourselves treasures in heaven don't you want to be rich in heaven folks don't you want to be ah there are so many crowns to be received there's a crown of life there's a crown of there's, there's all kinds of glory there's all kinds of treasures Jesus says in the book of Revelation he says strive therefore let no man take your crown don't let any man take your crown there's crowns there's there's treasures that God is going to decorate people with rewards the Bible call it rewards it says behold I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according to his works brethren as you hear these words I pray that you are blessed, that you're prosperous and wealthy in every area of your life. The God that made you, he will keep you as well. Hallelujah. Stay blessed. I'll see you guys next time.